0: Tune in every Wednesday at approximately 6.35pm for Leadership Unlearned with your host, Maxine Atong, as she invites you to suspend all that you believe and know about leadership. We challenge you to take this unlearning journey with us as we reframe leadership for our reality and to serve our vision as Caribbean people. For more information, follow Maxine Atong on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Maxine Atong or call 724-7642. We'll see. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Leadership Unlearned. In this program, we challenge you, the the audience, to take this leadership journey with us. We invite you to examine and discuss what you know about leadership. We are also looking at unlearning What we learned, (laughs) and it sounds like a contradiction, and it's true, we need to unlearn what we learn to make space for new information. Today is Wednesday. It's the last Wednesday of the month, and every last Monday of the month is a very special time for Leadership Unlearned because we get to invite in studio the voices of leaders. And today, I am particularly excited because with me today on the call is Paul Ashby, and Paul is joining us from Barbados Paul is the CEO of the Signia Global Financial Group and Paul let's hear your voice
1: good evening Trinidad and Tobago. real pleasure to be on the show with you Maxine thanks very much for inviting me I'm yeah. uh, looking forward to our discussion
0: yeah Paul it's it's good to hear you and I hope very soon that Trinidad could join the Caracom bubble so I could come and visit <laughs> And we could yeah, do a I show from Barbados.
1: No, absolutely. On the Remember beach. We a, we, we <laughs> <laughs> Remember we had a fun time doing our presentation here a couple of months back. Right? Oh, it yeah. Was a long time ago, but it was you know just a couple of months ago we were at the Barbados children uh, doing our presentation together. So that was fun.
0: Yes, and Paul, that, that actually was... Um, so Paul is referring to my gestalt Caribbean leadership program that we did our first program in Barbados last year. And Paul was one of our speakers. And this year, of course, with COVID, we could even have the one in Trinidad. So we are looking at a thanks for saying that because I get a little plug. We are looking to yeah. host an yeah. online version of that. So Paul, we'll hear you'll hear oh, more yeah, okay, about I that.
1: Can, yeah, sure.
0: So I want to remind everybody that this is our call-in program. You can join the conversation at any point in time at 622-3937. I am also live on Facebook, so I can also take your calls, your questions on Facebook. And I'm here with, pardon, or oh, oh, so my Facebook listeners are not hearing Paul, but they, they can hear Paul on the online, on the online station on 95.5, they their Facebook page. I'm being prompted by John. I'm not going to take in
1: prompts.
0: (laughs) So, Paul, I invite you this evening to talk a little bit about, um, I know one of the things that particularly interested me about your presentation is that your group of people, it seemed that they were a little, their their age group was a little younger. Was it?
1: Yeah. 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 So, so the the team that I lead currently, uh, I call it the 20-somethings and 30-somethings. Right. Largely, a lot of millennials. Um, so that's a, a fun group to lead. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so what is, so what works?
1: So yeah, what actually so,
0: works? So tell us about that experience. Sure.
1: So so, so first of all, uh, so Sydney Globe Financial Group think is is uh, a finance organization. So it's uh, what we call, it's like similar to a merchant bank. So it's not exactly a commercial bank, but we play in the same space. Uh, a, a boutique entity we have about 70 well it, we have 70 employees and signia globe is actually a, a merge of two entities signia and globe and these were two entities that had approximately a staff of 34 and i think globe had about 34 signia had about that's about, about 45 and we brought those two entities together september 2018. uh so what, So I just want to give you that backdrop as to the, the nature of the, the organization. Obviously, within a, a finance organization, there are lots of rules uh, traditionally. In traditional banking, you have lots of policies you have to follow. Of course, it's a regulated entity, and so there are certain things you have to do, AML, KYC, normally a fairly rigid environment. Um, but what we, what we try to do within the the context of of our institution is to create a space where people can learn and develop, and we found that this was, was necessary because you have a lot of young people who are fresh out of school or you know they're in their first job. Um, they don't have lots of experience biking experience in particular, so you want to be able to to bring them up a curve as as, as fast as possible. Um, so so one of the things that we found to be really really useful. Is the opportunity for people to to not just learn on the job but actually to build their their personal development on the job as well so one simple thing that we would do we have this thing that we do on on Monday mornings called well we used to call we used to call we call it now level up um before we used to call it jump start right so the, the whole idea is that it's like a huddle huddle event. And we, we give the employees the opportunity to do anything within the hardly event. So they can come, it could be a game, it could be a it could be a game, it could be it could be a motivational piece, somebody could sing a song. It was completely up to them. But the See, the, the good thing about it is that people can express themselves. One of the big challenges uh, that, that most people have is the ability to speak in front of the crowd or, you know, to express themselves it, in front of others. And when you're in the service industry, you want to be able to be confident in speaking to people. So we would often give people the opportunity to, to grow themselves by just relaxing in front of their own peers and speaking, bringing some message, uh, just being relaxed and, and, and comfortable in a space where it was non-threatening. And what we would also do from a management perspective is give feedback, you know, you'd give them feedback on how they could improve their presentation. So that was one, one, one thing that we would do. Uh, I want to just talk do. about
0: that example sure, sure. a little
1: bit, Paul. So sure, sure. Two,
0: two things that came up. I mean, uh, youth is restless and I'm, I'm thinking about yeah. the rigidity of a financial um, services company versus yeah. the restlessness of youth <laughs> and so yeah. how do you manage that and, and keep youth interested yeah. in in yeah. this type of organization
1: so I was going go to go into that another another feature of what we what we do and what one of the things that you have an opportunity to do in a small institution is one first of all there's not a lot of right have to go through a whole number of levels of people to make decisions. And one thing that we, we try to create is something called entrepreneurship, <laughs> uh, And that is where people have the opportunity. You have your day job, but you have the opportunity to do and practice other things. Just as an example, a couple of years back, we didn't have a, a website. Um, and we thought, okay, we'll let we, we pull together a team of people, some youngsters to see what they could do around the website and they crafted out you know what they thought a website should be like and essentially somebody who had a real interest in it the team lead youngster on the team he was the person who sort of led this project now it was not his day-to-day job but it was uh something that he got to do as you know what we would say at his, side of his desk and also he enjoyed and it was something that we got to to leverage uh their skill and input now we got somebody professional to come into the website but they had a large part to play in in being involved in the process now, i can tell you that was probably like maybe six seven years ago that individual now is actually in a substantive job in our business dealing with our interaction on on, on our website so what star as a, a a a project on the side of his desk has now become an opportunity for him, and he was doing a job which he could potentially believe to be mundane, a day-to-day job. But then he had this exciting thing to do, uh, um, perhaps in his own time or when the time was free or when he or allowed him to do it. And today, he's now leveraging that. He's actually the person behind our, our chat box. He's the person who's helping us uh, input our, uh, or any interaction or interface that we have on our on our social media and all our website. So it's, it's a few I'm things, just
0: it. just a few things that I, I wanted to come in with before before you go <laughs> sure. on. So it please, sounds please. like so the, the things that came to mind as you were sharing that wonderful story was a little yeah. bit about you know identifying what skill and what interests people, people have as a first step, that's and really creating it. opening up a space where they actually practice that. And the, the, word, the other way that came to mind was the idea of reverse mentoring, where it is that I, as a leader, do not have a particular skill set. So what I will do is I will allow a younger person, and younger people are always more into IT or at least Correct. social media, and let them map the way forward for the rest of us yeah. to follow. So I think that's really cool. I had a question, yeah. though, in terms of level yeah. up, and I wanted to ask... Um, what happens if it is that somebody does something that's inappropriate in expressing themselves in Level Up? Have you ever had that, and how did you deal with it?
1: I can't say that we have had that. Um, we we may have had people who maybe they were there they were nervous, nervous. They couldn't, you know, express themselves. And you know, you, you give them a chance. You give the, you know, you would you would give them an opportunity to probably do it again. Uh, come back a, a, another time to do it. I cannot think of a time when there was something that was completely outlandish or outrageous. Um, I mean, but we, we have set the, the bar very wide. Well. So, for example, there were times that we came in and we played games that you would play. For example, um, think of a game that uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, I don't know if you know that game, but that's a game that you would play at Bible school. Right. Um, so you play games that that would be children like games um, just to, to break the monotony of a, of a workspace um, so that people could realize, you know, they are not so rigid that we can't do something. It, actually, what it does, it opens up creative juices. So. Um, so that's why I said it could be games even. Uh, people would do quizzes. People would put, uh, separate the groups into teams and make it highly competitive. So you you have people competing. And this would be at 9 o'clock in the morning, 8.30 in the morning, very early in the morning, Monday morning. So you, you're yeah. not even into your work, day, work days yet. Yeah. Uh, but so, but nothing inappropriate that I can think yes. of that that so, would make somebody crazy.
0: Yeah, know? so I I get that. So it, you know what I am um, what I really appreciate about that story is keeping that sort of childlike element into it, making work play. The other play, part is exactly st- yeah, making play.
1: That's and, the way
0: they And the other part of your story that that I really wanted to, to um, pay attention to is that you actually spoke about this person. Who actually moved on? Where the entrepreneurship was the beginning of a entrepreneurship journey, and like, how cool sure. is that? Because that's what we want, right? We want Absolutely. as leaders to create an avenue and to create fodder for people to move on and do and celebrate their own greatness. So yeah. I think that's really cool. So Paul, I'm yeah. going to come back to you. I'm, I'm, I'm here with you. I'm just going to invite our callers. You can join the conversation. We are speaking to Paul Ashby of Signia Globe Financial Group out of Barbados. The number to call is 622-3937. If you're on Facebook with me and you want to send a question, of course, just type it in and I will read it for Paul to answer. Sure. Yeah, So, Paul, we're, we're back to you. I mean, I, I love this story because, I, I mean, these <laughs> are stories that, you know, we don't associate with Caribbean companies these are yeah. stories that so, you know. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Tell me. So, 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 Maxine, the way how like my perspective on leadership is that leadership has to come from you, the individual, your core. Like, I can't, I can't lead like how you would lead, Maxine. I could only lead it the way anyway, how I, 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 would lead them, but they might course kill set. And one of the things that I sort I totally of use as a, a guidepost for me is. I want to go to work in a place where I, Paul, actually want to go to work. Like, I, I, I want to create a space and environment where I feel comfortable and happy to go. So it's actually within my own persona to, 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 to have that level of levity, to have that level of play, but to mix that with a seriousness. So we, we, we have a two-track approach. We say, look, there, there are three things to this. There's performance, there's risk management, and there's fun. So the fund goes up when the performance and the risk management is good. When the performance and the risk management isn't so good, then we have to moderate on the fun, right? So so there's sort of like a, a balance. So the, you can have, the, more, the better you are at work, the more you produce, the more fun you will have. And it's sort of like that kind of, a, a, a tug of war with it so people want to enjoy their work and so they're going to put it hard they're going to work hard and that's what allows us to then um, yeah. enjoy each other's company more
0: so Paul, what i love about what you're sharing is that you know this sense of there's no one way for us to be as leaders that you lead from a position of your comfort and where it is it you know what you need and so you know it whether good bad right wrong you're leading from a Place very grounded in your Paulness, right? be coming <laughs> with it as well. So you're not trying to be like Maxine or like John. You're, you're, you're celebrating Correct. all of Paul and you're bringing all of Paul to your leadership team. And Paul is somebody. As a financial person, is very aware of risk and regulations. And Paul, as an individual, also needs to have fun. So I love how you craft the the two, the three pieces together. There's my business. There's fun, and we have a caller on. To perform. Yes, our, so yes, exactly. So you, you're saying that you know <laughs> we're going to perform, but Paul needs fun to perform, right? I like that. So <laughs> I'm going to remind callers. You can call us. We're talking with Paul Ashby. Of Signia Globe financial group out of Barbados and the number to call is six two two three nine three seven and of course if you're on Facebook with me or with the station you can send us a question there as well or comment and I will read it out and I'll acknowledge as well okay so I think um, we have a break coming up but until that break happens um, Paul let's just go back to you so I'm thinking of you know go ahead
1: no, so I was going to say that I, I commented on the, on the team we created for the website. But what, what, what actually drove that? I was actually new to the company. I, I'd, I'd worked in a commercial bank for 20 years. And I had this opportunity to go to this much smaller beauty corporation. And when I got there, um, I have to confess, it, it was a new space for me. And there were actually a lot of silos so, so what, what caused us to get to that idea of having the website group was that we felt we needed to bring the teams together, but, but, uh, but cross departmental. So uh, uh, a multidimensional team of people who don't normally work with each other. And then each team basically had to do something. So somebody had, one team had customer service, somebody had the website, another team had uh, what we were do in the community, uh, so, we and actually, again, this was a situation where this, they were not working on their job, but they were working on projects that eventually would have helped them to integrate with one another, but also at the same time pull out skills that, that you probably didn't know that they have. And I think that's, a, that's, a, that's a one important thing. Sometimes we try to limit people to the skills that we think they should have, or the skills that we, job, we think the job requires, but ultimately, people come to a job with a lot more than you know. And I think the more you can establish what those those skill sets are, you can probably leverage them better for the overall performance of the business.
0: Okay, Paul. So I have a question here from Sasha Dore from Off Our Facebook feed. How do the leaders bring fun and connectedness to our organizations now that we are in mainly um, remote working spaces? Thank you, Sasha. Okay.
1: So that's a great question. It's something I've been thinking about because uh, uh, it, it, like a lot of our meetings now are on on Zoom, right? We do a lot of our staff meetings, even our management meetings are on Zoom. And I have to confess that in the last three to four months, we have been in work mode. Like we have, we have actually been spending a lot of time trying to Number uh, of financial institutions, so we had a lot of customers who would have had challenges. We have to give moratorium on, on interest, so we spent a lot of time, more time working and less time having fun. Happened in the last last three to four months, but we did have a couple of meetings on Zoom where we had uh, the good thing about Zoom is that you could invite almost anything, any person to a meeting. So we've had people come in and talk about a lot more serious things like getting through the the pandemic and uh, some mental health issues, uh, managing we've had doctors on, on, on the on the in the meeting just to, to deal with some of the protocols and so on. Yeah. But there is a space in there for us to yeah. to, to make a do meeting site and we just have my it. but it's a great opportunity to do that.
0: Yeah so what I'm hearing you say is that during COVID you needed to concentrate on performance and risk management. So yeah. in terms of your triangle, those are the pieces that you really needed to anchor yourselves with. So we're gonna take a break and I'm gonna invite people to just think of your questions. We have Paul Ashby. I know a lot of you have questions about managing millennials, and he's actually sharing some great tips on how to do that. <laughs> so you can call us and put your voice into the room, six two two three nine three seven. 3937 And, of course, if you're on Facebook with me, Maxine Atong, send me a question and I will read it out. We're off to take a break. Duh! I have to go in the bank to pay some bills. Mom, remember we're going to sign you up for Republic Online and Republic Mobile. But, but don't I still need to go to the bank to sign up? <laughs> no, Mom. Republic Bank made it even easier for us to sign up. Just visit com. Click the Republic Online sign-up banner, follow the instructions, and you're good to go. No need to visit the bank
1: when you can use Republic Online and Republic Mobile. Pay bills, transfer funds to any local bank or to any Republic Bank account. Check balances and more anywhere, at any time. Take advantage of Republic's convenient sign-up process and do your banking from
0: home. Log on to RepublicTT.com and find out how easy it is to sign up today. Republic Bank, we're the one for you. So, we're back on Leadership Unlearned, and this is our Last Wednesday program. Last Wednesday, and every month, we invite a guest to speak to us about their form of leadership. And if you want to join the conversation, you can join us at 622 3937. Or on Facebook at Maxine Artong. and of course, send me a question, and I will be happy. So I'm I'm seeing that some of my friends are on Facebook. So hi guys, and thank you for listening. And we are speaking with Paul Ashby of Signia Group for fin- Signia Global Financial Group out of Barbados. So Paul, one of the things you mentioned before we went on a break was this idea that there was a. Um, That people bring in their different skills, and I love that because we all, I mean, there are like at least 12 forms of intelligence, right? And what I'm hearing is that you as an organization, you were able to tap into the different um, skill sets, which may not have been traditional, but still tap into those and allow people to bring those to bear in the organization. And and I, I love that story. The other thing that I wanted to just quickly touch on sure. was, uh, I must ask you, you are a Barbadian, you are a proud Barbadian, and mm-hmm. it would be remiss of me if I did not mention the fact that Barbados is now joining Trinidad in being a republic. <laughs> so I know there's a yeah. there's a huge conversation around that, a lot of energy yeah. on Facebook and everywhere. Yeah. And you tell me, what do you think about that and what does that mean for yeah. you in your leadership position?
1: Yeah. So I think uh, democracies and, and Barbados is a, a young democracy, which is now uh, just over 50 years of independence. Uh, we we have matured, um, and you have to mature. And I think as as the country mature and the people mature, you you, you almost have to 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 bring them along with with your development and. The the, the notion of being tied to a monarchy almost has no relevance today to to the average young person. Uh, If you have to explain to them that, you know, the head of state is the queen, you'd you'd probably struggle to explain to them why, um, especially since you're calling yourself an independent nation and there's no real value that you actually accrues to you from from being a part of the monarchy. So I think we probably, as a country, have got to a stage where we realize that we can separate ourselves from, from the monarchy and it should not be a challenge. And I think that's where we're going in the direction of the republic. You have to, you have to understand, though, well, this is not the first time we're having this conversation. This conversation is probably, was probably up about 20 years ago. <laughs> but, 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 but maybe maybe this we time. weren't ready. We yeah, were ready. And, and I think we weren't ready. Barbados, you know, they call Barbados Little England. Yes, and so there is a lot of attachment to those traditions. So, uh, so I want to, I want to, so, so. I
0: want to take a pen, um, Paul. You know what I, what I find very interesting about this is that you're speaking about, um, you know, a state. So Barbados is independent, and now you want to remove the queen as your head of state. And while you're t- talking about it and saying, you know, that younger people don't understand what that means. I can't help but think, you know, in organizations, when we have younger people, sometimes they don't really understand what a CEO does. You know, they see this guy come in his his car. You know, he pulls into a particular parking spot. He goes in a closed room. He closes the door. I mean, who is this guy? I mean, you know, what is that? It, it just reminded me of how some leaders, you know, a lot of us when we rise in position of of or within organizations the relevance of the people who are on the floor is very often questioned.
1: <laughs> yeah. so, 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 so I'll tell you, uh, this is interesting because remember I talked earlier about a learning organization? So one of the things that I'm very conscious of, and I, I talked to my managers about this, is that we ensure that people who are doing the work they do understand how the whole thing mix together. So we actually carve out a segment of our multi, um staff meetings to literally walk through the pu- profit and loss the management account, so the profit and loss payment and the balance sheet. And we, we say what things mean, because not everybody understands financial language. So we break it down into basic stuff so people can understand. And there are times, I have to say, that we will do quizzes. So I sent an email with three questions, and, and ask them family financial statements and ask them to respond to those questions probably for praise or something, because it is important that you link what you do on your desk of to that bottom line number
0: yeah so so so, so Paul, let me just so, stick a pin because that doesn't really answer yeah. the question because that deals yeah. with understanding the business. But in terms Correct. of how do you, as CEO, you know, show that you what are it? relevant and they know who you <laughs> are. and Yeah, because yeah. come on, I mean, you're the head of state, right? You're I like the it. monarchy. You you may not be, you know, uh, they don't know in their day-to-day job that this guy what I do. Paul, yeah, yeah, that you're relevant. So how do you bridge that yeah. gap for them? And, and maybe it's well, something, maybe it's something that you, you never thought about and that's fine. But <laughs> I, I love the fact, I just love when you spoke about the queen, I was just like, yeah, I wonder if Paul is a queen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't you know that's a really good question. I don't know if people know what I do. I I I what, <laughs> what <do> I, say? <laughs> um, I I think it's a good question to ask or, or or and and um you 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 have me thinking about it after the my screen, which is not for the first thing, you do that all the time. Um but yeah, I, I, I have to really ask myself if people understand what I do in the organization. They might just think that I I I am i relaxing. <laughs> uh but, 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 it's, but we do talk about, so one of the things, one, one thing that we, we, we did on one occasion, I could recall, just to give people a sense of what could happen, for example, in a board meeting, um, and, and maybe that's one of the easier thing to explain to people, well, you have to do board meetings. Uh, so I don't know if that means something to people or not. But we flipped the script. So we, we, we the management team, went to the staff meeting and saying, okay, today, everybody in here is the board and you get to ask us questions about these numbers. You could ask us anything. I'll tell you, that was one because I had the most engagement because people know the, the, the poor relation change, right? So it was not management saying these are the numbers and this is it. It was now the staff saying, so explain why this number is this way. And they had a, they had a ball doing it because basically it was putting the management on the spot. And... Um, I don't know if that helps in any way to let them know yeah. what management does. But that's a nice little trick that people can use yeah, to I get like, people to engage.
0: I like that because, you know, we, we often speak about leaders being vulnerable. And, you yeah. know, what does that look like? And, and here you are saying, you know, this is what I do as an expert. And you, yeah. the person in the organization, you could be the the person who walked in six months ago, the, the new trainee, you get to yeah. ask me the question. So, you know, I, yeah. I guess you're kind of bridging the gap as head of state with <laughs> the <with laughs> commoners, you know. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like yeah. that. But, so, but Paul, I still think the question
1: is relevant. It is. It is a relevant question. I think it will make me think about
0: it. Yeah. And you know what, what Paul, what I love about what I love about your sharing is that you are not afraid to say, hey, Maxine, you know, you made me think I don't have an Answer right now, and to me, that's and you know, and that's always a lovely thing that that we could say. You know, we don't know everything. You know, we we are human. You know, we we are brilliant, and yet we don't know everything. And so, I really want to celebrate your humility and your ability to be vulnerable with me on the call. And of course, I like to hear you laugh. So maybe that's why I ask you those kind of questions. <laughs> Uh, so yep. Paul, tell me about um, the, the last question uh, just before we start wrapping up the call. Um, what is one thing that you had to unlearn
1: with your leadership? So yeah, so I am a, I I am an emotional, passionate person, and you know I talk all the things I talked about so far. You know would be. So all these wonderful things that you do, you want to give the staff this thing, you want to do that. But the number one thing that I learned, particularly as a young CEO, as I was back then, is that you actually sometimes have to be dispassionate. Because the more and more you give, the more and more people will want, the more and more people will expect. And so you have to manage that, you have to balance that, because you can go too far in, in, in giving or not, in not actually achieving what you want to achieve. And people may not even value it at, at the end of the day. And, and I have to actually rein in my own exuberance. And, and, and I think the biggest lesson i learned is that sometimes uh, being too passionate about what you think is the right thing, uh, sometimes we could to tone that down and actually be a little dispassionate so that people could appreciate the uh, broader picture of what you're doing. Um, okay. I don't know if I have been clear on what it, what I've tried Yeah. Like.
0: So you know th- this is this is so interesting because it, it actually just proves the point, right? So every strength, if overused, can be a weakness. And you know Absolutely. what I love about it is that you know you are passionate. You are you you <laughs> give a lot, and you're there with your people with your generosity, and that you yeah. have learned to say you know yeah I could do those things, and I need to set some boundaries. Support so, exactly where. That. So Paul, we're just about out of time, and of Whoa, course, that I, was
1: so quick. <laughs>
0: <not warm> <laughs> I know, but well, Paul, you know, we could continue this. You and I, we could we could have a Facebook live and continue this conversation. You know, there there are lots of opportunities for us to do that sure. because I think, I mean, as always, I absolutely enjoy speaking to you. Yeah, you know, there's nice. no I two ways about, about that, right? So, yeah. and, and I love I love the fact that we could just talk about this and and talk about it forever. You know, so yeah. I yeah, so I want to thank Paul. Ashby from Signia Globe Financial Group for spending this time with us on Leadership Unlearned. Um, Paul, there are some things that I really just want to highlight about um, your, our conversation today. A lot of people often wonder about how to lead millennials, how to lead of course we're now dealing with Generation Z and that restlessness of youth and one thing that Paul shared is that idea of Look for their skills. It may not be the skills that you traditionally want to use in your business, but you can find a way for them to bring that to the table. Don't be afraid for them to put their voice into the room to give them a project. We heard about the website that the the younger people in the organization sort of organized that, and then a professional took it. And encourage entrepreneurship. Intra, I N T R A entrepreneurship, uh, and, and who knows that intra entrepreneur that you may build may actually go on to build a business, and that's what leadership is about. It is about creating tracks for guti to run, right? So that's <laughs> and as a Trini saying, um, Paul, I don't know if you're familiar with in, in Barbados.
1: Uh-huh. I don't know. It sounds good. <laughs> <I like laughs> it is. It.
0: it is really good. So thanks a lot. And we wanna. Um, we just wanna remind listeners that we are here every Wednesday. We have three programs on during the during the month, and the last Wednesday of every month we'll be on Facebook Live. It's a new thing. I try today. Some little teething problems, but we'll get there. And we yeah, are going to cool. have a guest. So thank you very much for joining us today and of course we have our Enhance You programme for women which will be online for the first time. We invite professional women who are fed up, who feel stuck, or any other any woman actually who wants to move in her life in any sort of way, we invite you to take our eight week program. I have actually assisted over a hundred women to do to find their passion rekindle their joy and live their best life ever. So that's what I have in store for you. My intention with this program of course is to fuel your leadership spark so that together we can bring change to the systems that we work and live within. Thank you for listening. John, I have to go in the bank.